Alec, Alec, yes. I am yes. low-key excited to get this review underway, all right? I was going to say, yeah, low-key excited to talk about Loki. I'm pretty high-key, honestly, but... High-key, okay. Well, that's that's cool. I mean, yeah, same. Uh, I thought it was great. I'm just, I'll just say that. Let's, yeah, I was going to say, let's get into it <laughs> right away. Um, this, uh, yeah, this was amazing. Uh, I... Fun time. Just a fun, enjoyable romp. Uh, Disney Plus, three for three, I think, for I, uh, I, Marvel I, shows. I 100% agree with you. I honestly, I think this is the front where they're killing it the most right now. Um, we'll see when it comes to some of the other Marvel films that are coming out later this year and next year, um, if they can keep this momentum going. But seemingly, uh, stuff's going to be integrated a little bit more, uh, I think yeah. is the indication of this show. And they've just done such a good job of like complimenting all these characters with their own series, like ones yeah. that I wouldn't necessarily have thought that would, I would be super interested in, like on the outside, just like you know the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm. Wanda and Vision. Like these weren't ones that I was like, oh, I need to see these have their own show. But then they managed to give them something cool and really run with it. And then it's by the end of it, you're like, okay, well, this is great. Well, one thing one thing I think that's been really wonderful about it is that they've really had a, a chance, an opportunity to show off, like, yeah, we might be making these, like, pop culture, big-budget action movies, but our actors are really, really good. Like, we have high-caliber talent on yeah. on these movies. Um, and that, that's, like, to me, that's, like, I think the most on display here than I would say. I mean... I would I, well. I would say Wandavision with with both of you know. Um, I would say that that's similarly. It's a tour de force. I mean, they're all great. They all have these duos of amazing, like high caliber talent. I don't know. It's hard to. It's hard. To, I guess it's hard to choose now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more. But yeah. it's it's extremely. I, I would say it is continually continuing to be extremely on display here. Tom Hiddleston is wonderful. Uh, he's a contemplative Loki for the first time because it's Loki put in a, a position where he's completely out of his element, where he's not in control anymore. Yeah. Um, and he has to come to grips with it, and, and this, it's great. And this is the last <laughs> thing I expected from a Loki series, by the way. Like all yeah. I knew was gonna it was gonna be about Loki, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, well, I know that Loki's dead now, so it's gotta gotta go back sometime when we go into this series, you know. So, but I didn't know what to expect. This isn't what I was expecting at all, you know. No, uh, I knew I knew there was going to be some stuff with like maybe a reality or reality jumping, but I didn't expect it to be. I expected it to be like more like Loki's just doing wacky things and trying to uncover a mystery. But it's like no, Loki is like having to being forcibly like having to work for this organization, or else he's going to get eliminated. There's so many cool different elements to it where it's like yeah it brings in like existential questions and like you have mobius owen wilson just just throw owen, him in there and he's a yeah owen wilson i had no idea he was going to be in this and he's yeah. there and i'm like oh and he's like a very important character for like the whole thing he's such a good character too. and he's like, wonderful he's not he's not at all typecast like owen wilson gets to kind of flex some acting acting skills here by being like just kind of an average joe yeah, like love, he's just like I love them, and I love their chemistry. is great, you know. It is. It's really great. They play off each other super well. Um, 
but it's like yeah. you, know, you you go into like all these existential questions where you have Mobius especially has to like question his whole his whole reality is basically false by the end of it you know he's like got this mm-hmm. this fr- friend he's had all this time who who betrays him and he's got this whole job that was built on a lie and then you know this whole reality comes crashing down but like yeah. they pose the questions throughout just like the idea of like is any of this real or whatever you know and he just believes for the because he chooses to believe and that kind of thing yeah but then you go from that into like straight up time traveling adventures there's a lot of stuff that actually reminded me of rick and morty there's like <laughs> like the way they referred to the lokis as like lokis you know there was a whole yeah. world in like rick and morty where they're like oh we gotta find the other ricks or mm. those are the other mortys you know and they do they do some similar stuff in there you know there's, there's and there's just so many different things mixed in because there's like a love story element there's like that story that was friendship what? and that was that was awesome i i was actually i was 100 percent. i know probably some people are like a little weird out but i'm 100 percent on board i thought it was i thought it was awesome um i'm a sucker for any love so even when it was loving another version of yourself it's to me to me it makes perfect sense with all the beings in the entire universe a narcissist would fall in love with a different version of himself Mm mm-hmm it made complete sense and it, it made sense for the character. It made sense for the arc, the journey they went on together. It was great. I thought their chemistry was, was wonderful. Um, actress's name. Uh, I don't remember. She was stupid. She was awesome. She was great. I, I, I loved uh, every second she was on screen. To always just pick great, great, like small, uh, cast like the yeah. in Marvel, like when you pick their, their few, main characters are always great you know yeah you you had uh, uh gugu mabatha uh who was the mobius's i think superior um and then you've had the other uh the other security guard lady so who sophia i don't remember her name martino is sylvie sylvie okay sophia but she was great she was great i thought that what a what a great character yeah yeah, I, I mean, just like all the all the little the roles and everything that everybody played, I thought just yeah, they they picked just perfect casting all all across the board. So and something about like the relationships and stuff really is like resonated with me. Where it's like she has these trust issues, and I like how it was like Loki was like I'm I'm the one who can't be trusted, and you can't trust. Yeah, it was really cool. Like how they battled with that. Because it's almost like, you know, in the end, they had the whole thing where it's like, oh, it's really frustrating that she does this this thing on her own. But it's like, it makes sense. Mm. Usually that's a really frustrating thing to happen in movies where it's like, oh, the character doing acting out, you know, uh, not listening to reason. But it's like, I, I think it's justified here. You know, mm. they built up how she's justified in having these trust issues. Yeah. And then so when he doubts, when she doubts Loki, it's like, I, I kind of get that too, even though that's usually a, a frustrating character trope to work it, with. Yeah, I thought I thought they did it in a way that made so, like, so much sense. Um, I, I agree with you. That can, be, that can be a frustrating thing where it's like, oh, I don't trust you anymore. I mean, I guess we sort of came, we sort of had the, what, the, the sort of friend betrayal sort of thing, or can't, you can't trust a friend. That sort of thing was sort of at play a little bit in... Um, in Luca, but I thought it worked so much better here. 
Um, and, and I'm somebody who didn't really mind it so much in Luca, but I thought it worked just so much better here just because it had been built up over, over the course of the series and it just worked really well in terms of the, of how the, the arcs of the characters sort of developed. Um, yeah, cause like, you get it cause she was lied to, you know, and like betrayed so personally by this. And then like, she hasn't had any friends all her life basically. Mm. So it's very hard to just but- trust someone. I, I thought, especially when you know it's a Loki, and and you know you're you yeah. lied yourself. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I thought the ultimate conclusion was what her decision was great because it, it ended up that she did sort of trust him, but not to, but not to the point where she could just let him convince her to do anything else. It was like I I trust you. I don't believe you're doing anything underhanded. But I'm still going to do this anyways because this is what I feel this is right. Is me. This is me. Yeah. 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 I'm not you. Right. But also, uh, he who remains. I thought he was great too. Yeah. Um. So this is this is the thing that's going to tie this into uh, the future of this series because they've even said Loki will return for a season two. Um. But he's going to be showing up in I think. Of all movies coming up, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, because that actor is set to play Kang the Conqueror. Hmm. And Kang the Conqueror is a variant of He Who Remains. So, which is what he was warning about, where he's like, you don't want to have to deal with the other versions of me. I've already called all of them to make a timeline in which I think is, is the best for everybody. So... Yeah, he was he was wonderful. <laughs> he was such a great character. He's basically like he's basically like a, a god of sorts. I mean, like he he's he's called a, a, a timeline to be like this is how everything must fit because I say so mm-hmm. because this is the way that's the best for everybody because I don't I have to con- it's almost like a, I have to control myself. I'm I'm too terrified of what I can bring to the entire universe, which therefore makes it well no i should have the best version of everybody that makes sense to me in the whole universe so he's like he's cut the whole timeline down to a down to a single strand but there's so many layers to it whereas like sylvie's saying oh you see people as as just like Pawns. a game to uh, a po- and to a point she's totally right I, yeah. like it's but, but then to him he's seeing it from a much bigger picture yeah. He's like, well, if I don't do this, then there's going to be chaos. And like, there's going to be thousands, know. there's going to be hundreds of me. There's there's versions of me that you don't want to have to deal with kind of thing. And he's like, if you want to, uh, and you don't want to deal with the devil here, but you'll be dealing with infinite devils. Otherwise, it's like, mm. but his performance was great. Like, he was just monologuing for so long, but he just like sucked me in. I was it was all, so I was captivating. Like, like, think about this. We we haven't had this is a finale in which there is some action, but most of it is like explaining what was really going on. And I, I think some people were, I think some people were like, "Oh, we're doing it again." They did that in Wandavision. They did that in Falcon the Winter Soldier. And it's like, I, to a point, in Falcon Winter Soldier, they didn't really do it in that. Um, they did do it in Wandavision, but it was also in like a big whiz bang, huge finale. This was like a a very like psychological and like uh, d- dramatic sort of like 
grappling with this sort of yeah this sort of existential idea of mm-hmm. different realities and um yeah absolutely captivating wonderful script writing um i was just i was drawn in i was like yeah i was fully dialed in i was like let me take notes yeah good stuff it was great no it was it was really really solid i i I thought it was just such such a great interesting interesting way to end your to end your season of your series you know you don't you don't have to have a huge explosive finale it's a it's more of a cerebral experience Mm -hmm. you know so and it's like uh, such a contrast when you go into this like beaten down building or just like not kept up at all. It's just cracks everywhere and it's like all uh, spooky. Like what are we going to see? And then he's just this guy who's got all this charisma. He's just, he's just fun. He's, he's happy to be there. But then he's <laughs> like, he knew everything up till a point. Mm-hmm. But then he was just enjoying himself afterwards. Like I like the little shots where he's in the background, just like, and when they're kissing, he's just like watching. Yeah. And he's just kind of lingering in the background because they're like, "Ooh, this is fun now. Let's see what's going, what's going to happen." But yeah, it was great. It was like it, it was like he he had determined that of of all beings, these these two these two you know variants of of reality were so compatible. To the point where they cause a nexus event in a nexus event mm-hmm. that they yeah that he was just like this is this is too this this is too perfect they they have to be the ones to carry on my work basically or not carry on my work whatever they decide um by which the, is just by the way wild. that nexus that nexus event is like that's the end of rogue one right there they're they're sitting there waiting for themselves to to die and they're like bonding. Mm. They like gave me so such Rogue One vibes. There was a lot, yeah. There was a lot of really great stuff like that. They um, could have hopped into the the end of Rogue One. That could have been a good place to hide. One of the apostles uh, hopped into the <laughs> Star Wars. We'll just go into Star we'll just Wars. Just yeah. crossing over. That was such a that was a cool concept too. The idea that's like since they're always keeping track of all the time variants, like that the other Loki who turned out to be Sylvie would be hiding in these apocalyptic events where nothing leading up to the, the event matters or would alter the time at all. So you could hide out there without being noticed. Yeah. So dramatic concept or dramatic world shattering events, you know, billions dying when a planet collapses or a flood. I think it was like a hurricane or something was the, was sort of one of them. I think it was like a flood where everybody died. Um, like or destroyed, just destroyed the whole facility, like a superstorm. Yeah. In Louisiana, um, yeah. Uh, it was like Arkansas, right? Maybe it was Arkansas. Oklahoma. There was another one in Arkansas, Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, like, Oklahoma, where the went. Da, da. Um, yeah. Uh, Pompeii was there. Oh, Pompeii. Yeah, that was great. I like how, yeah, I like that. It's like weirdly dark. Yeah. There's. <laughs> it's just like oh, you're, they're all gonna die. So whatever. So what does it matter? Yeah. Uh, um, I've always thought about that. That's just been like a philosophical question I've thought about before. It's like the moments leading up to something like that. Mm. It's so weird to think about because it's like, yeah, there is, there's no like evidence of what happened, but you know, people did experience the moments up to that. So it's like, what was going on? Mm. And then they just kind of dip in there. Yeah. I mean, we, we, some of the archeological data from sites like Pompeii, um, 
actually will reveal can reveal like what people were doing some were like cowering in fear in their in their homes other people were running in the streets you know there was all there was a lot of uh, you you see that the different various varied responses to to a crisis basically to a, a, their death um it's it's, it's about now. it is it's also but it's also fascinating mm. um you know it's it's sad it's tragic because none of them I don't know. Maybe they didn't take the they didn't take it seriously enough. But that whole uh, what's the name of that place? The name is like the second or third episode. It was almost like a cyber uh, punky planet. Yes. Oh like yeah, that place was awesome. Like yeah, that place was was great. That yeah, was great. I thought they had a lot of cool visual stuff in this series and like cool different locations that we got to go around that. You can't really explore in other series, you know. Yeah, it was it was a kind of what yeah world hopping sort of adventure. It was it was very fun. It was really um, fun, but that that place yeah. was really cool visually, and then it was interesting seeing the lead up to that, and it's like the arc was like the ship that was supposed to get off, but it never makes it off, mm. and so their their last ditch effort was to try to get on there and make sure it gets off of the planet in time, but then you just see it. He just gets anyway. demolished. Yeah, he gets and destroyed. Yeah, what leads up to the Nexus event where they have this crazy connection. Mm. The music, music was amazing. Yeah. Um. There was uh. What was the what was the oh they used um, the flight of the Valkyries. Uh, in I think the second to last episode where the the Loki variants were trying to help them get into the sort of after after the 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 end of the timeline area mm-hmm. um and uh yeah the music the music was like a play on the on wagner the play of the valkyries which just fits so perfectly with norse mythology loki's are trying to help the the other loki variants so yeah loki's being around in general that was all wonderful uh yeah particularly cro- crocodile loki uh yeah so it was after you get pruned you know so they set up yeah I mean, Marvel likes doing this thing where it's like you die, but then you're not really dead. Yeah. You know? it's, yeah. it's like, oh, there's going to be some way to save him. I thought it would have yeah. been kind of baller if after like Loki was pruned, they had like a whole episode without him or something. I thought that would be pretty cool. Like you just follow Sylvie or something. Mm. And then it would have made it like more dramatic when he came back into it. But then you get but, right into the end credits scene. It's like, okay, he's there. Yeah. And then they show but, the... They just, they really wanted to explore that whole idea of there being a bunch of Lokis teaming up. Yeah, and then even more Lokis that hate all of them and <laughs> are, are deceiving one another. That was great. That was cool. Like it just got wacky in there when they just mm. all started fighting and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah croc- crocodile, alligator Loki just bites off the hand of of vote for me, Loki. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I love Loki that Loki where he's like, "How about my army and then my throne?" And then they're like, "Yeah, about that." It's all like double crossing from the different Lokis. Yeah, it was, it was you, funny. You can't you can't work with these Lokis. No, no, except for the uh, Richard E. Grant, who was the old Loki, who seemed to have been a variant of of a Loki that the ver- the variation must have happened later on in a t- in the timeline because he seemed to remember. Oh, the variation was he was basically the same Loki, except instead of he was. Uh, instead of dying to Thanos at the beginning of Infinity War, he was like, "No, I thought about that. Lives, knives don't work against a Titan, so I pretended to die, and then I just sort of 
drifted away. <laughs> and then when I reassembled, they I was caught. So there's a lot of cool stuff they went into, and like when I didn't know anything about the series going into, it, I didn't expect to mm. be delving so deeply into uh, like alternate rea- or like uh, multiversal war and and all this stuff, you know, all these time variants and yeah, I I want so badly for Owen Wilson's character to get his to get his his ski his water ski <laughs> his jet ski. I wanted him so badly. <laughs> I was like I was like what a what a simple dream. It's just like, it's, it's so like, charming. It's like, the Vespa like that's the one thing. Luca. Yeah. It's, it's just like, it's just key. such a, such a charming little, like, yeah. I mean, my work's the most important thing, but like, you know, it'd be fun to own a jet ski. I mean, he took, it's like, he took all that news like a champ. Like he's not, he's not like a young kid that just like, just got into this TVA stuff. Like he's so, he's been there for he's ages in the trenches with that stuff. And then he's he just been... found out that, okay, it was all built on a lie. And you yeah. know, we've been orphaning people when we we didn't have to, and you know they they took us from our previous lives. I think I think for him there was always sort of my 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 understanding of kind of like why that was there was always this sort of like in the back of his mind a sort of doubt that he just ignored. That that's kind of why to me it was sort of like he because when he is coming to terms with it, he's upset. He, he like he is upset. He's angry at Loki and but not and nearly but as angry as I would expect someone. I suppose that's he's true. Like, yeah, he he took it like a champ. This is his friend betrayed him. Yeah, and he still had time to have some like fun little zingers in there at the end. <laughs> he's like, he's back. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that's that's like reality crushing stuff right there. Yeah. Like all this stuff you've done, all this horrible stuff that you thought were was a means to an end. You know. You've really just kind of been propagandized to do it. Jerk, jerked around by it's like okay, well then the the time, the uh, what, what were they called again? The time variance authority. The, they're the TVA. I'm trying to think what the 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 three supposed like heads the of the keepers. The timekeepers <laughs> ended up all being a big farce. That felt like almost a Doctor Who esque too. Like it some... did. That felt very. A lot of it. A lot of this actually sort of did remind me of like, of like, uh, yeah, of like probably like. Or, I'm trying to think if if it's if it would be more. I think it's more Moffat who. So Moffat was the second showrunner. That's like the Matt Smith stuff. It felt a lot more like that because there's parts of it that were like, well, not all the loose ends were tied up at the end. So the uh, Russell E. O. the previous showrunner, who I can't remember, Russell E. Davies. He, he, his sort of like the way he told a story would be like leaving a lot of Chekhov's guns everywhere. And then everything would wrap up very neatly and very smartly by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Moffat was, I'm going to leave a bunch of these, inf- this information everywhere and it's going to go all over the place. And I'm not going to wrap up everything at the end of the season. I will wrap up some of it, but there's going to be threads that go on for literally the whole time I'm the showrunner until I wrap it up then. So it feels a little bit more like that, where it's kind of it's a sort of like uh, a little scatter shot all over the place, but in a way that feels like they know what they're doing. You can trust that they know what they're doing. The the, the writers of this and yeah, yeah. I, I I was just I was along for the ride. It was great. So I was kind of worried going into it. To, I wasn't sure how to take the whole timeline thing, mm-hmm. basically, because the idea of the TVA that they were setting up from the beginning was that like you don't really have a control over anything you don't have free will Mm. and so i was like oh i don't know how i feel about that going into like 
uh, this was all just predestined and you know you, you're old you play a part and you're just you don't really have control so it's like oh that kind of sullies uh or softens the significance of like anything in the, in the marvel Cine- cinematic universe if it's all just a part of a story you know but i don't know i, I liked where they went with it mm. um but just this idea that like okay loki you're just there to to make these guys be a better version of themselves like you and then you see like the variants are like the one that killed thor the kid and they mm. all do stuff out of line so it's like yeah so it's like but all their uniqueness is it kind of waters that down a little bit so i don't know i mean you would think that it like i mean it's not the na- that's almost the nature of fiction right Particularly as the, I mean, there's there's that great meta commentary where he literally pulls out the script and shows it to them. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. I, I, I like that a lot. That was funny, but I'm like, oh, um, then what's really the point of every, anything uh-oh. we're watching here? You know. In conclusion, Loki is really uh, interesting and touches on a lot of interesting uh, concepts. So that was great. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was it was interesting because like the ending was weird because it wasn't a conclusion right it was it, it didn't feel necessarily necessarily satisfactory until they were like there's a season two coming and i was like okay good yeah because it was kind of like hey there's that guy that you just had just killed and oh now the statues of him and now the timekeepers that's kind of wild and then that's how it ends so i was like oh oh yeah and then you go and and mobius doesn't know who loki is and yeah it already had an effect immediately Mm. Like what's, it's a lot to get into there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of intrigue involved. So, uh, I'm very much looking forward to season two. Again, performances were wonderful. The writing was really good. Um, yeah, I just want to. I just want to get back in, into that world again for a little mm-hmm. longer. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, what uh, score would you give this out of ten? Um, I would probably give this a nine. I really liked this a lot. Uh, again, acting was really good. I, it's like it's like they keep finding new ways to sort of one up themselves in terms of how they're telling story. Like this story, they could have told in a movie, but it wouldn't have been nearly as effective. So I, they're using the format super well. I think uh, naturally, I think WandaVision used it the best, just in terms of like you literally can't tell this story except in a TV show. Whereas this is like. You could tell the story in a movie, but it's much better suited, and they're using the format of a television program to make it is just that much better. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was wonderful. I think I'll give it a nine out of ten. Also, yeah, Tarkron score nine out of ten. Yeah, I mean, I, like my first impression was an eight point five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would mean, but that would be every every Marvel show so far has been eight point five. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's definitively. I guess we're saying it's definitively the best one so I, far. I think. I think it is. I, I, I hesitate to put it above WandaVision because I think that that show is just wonderful. But I, I, there's. I think overall, this was as consistent throughout. There's new wrinkles, new twists, new turns in the story, and it just it just kept you wanting more um, up until the very end. And like I said, the kind of restraint to show to have your finale not be like a huge action-packed thing, but instead to be like a, a fairly long script, like that's that's ballsy. And I think that they 
they did it. I thought it was great. <laughs> I love yeah. I love stuff like that. You know, like uh, you know J- JRPGs. That's like my thing, right? Where you have like long cutscenes where you're just explaining things. They don't have to be long, or they don't have to be like action-packed moments. Sometimes the the most interesting wild moments are when things are just being explained to you. It's just so. it was like straight up backstory. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wait, and we talked about Loki and Mobius. Their chemistry is great, but mm-hmm. I mean also just. It's a nice, wholesome friendship, too. Their they're friendship like, was really great, yeah. What a great friendship to explore. So he explored, like, <clears throat> friendship and love for him. And as... Yeah. I also really liked the him being put into the into that one moment, the punish, sort of like the, the, the punishment loop uh-huh. room. I really liked that a lot because it was like, even though he'd been in there for, you know, a while and he'd gone through it countless times, it, it was like he was still trying to get through to her the whole time and i was like i thought that was great it shows you it shows you like that this isn't the same loki that we do in the movies like that that loki did go on his own character arc but this one is at a, is at a period of time where he hasn't been yeah. on his character arc yet so he's going through a different kind of a different one and you so. from the very beginning you can see that he has like he loves all his, all he like he loves his family and everything as he's going through mm-hmm. the memories and stuff you could tell He's he's and, he's forced to come to that conclusion much earlier. Yeah. To the, like to admit to himself that you know, all that stuff and that's great. I, I love that. So Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was wonderful. Wonderful. And he just explored so many different themes and, and cool and cool time traveling parallel universe concepts yeah. too. It's like Yeah, and it and it didn't do it in a way that was like that was like overly I mean I like my I like my heady sci-fi but I don't think this did it in a way that was too confusing to your average popcorn munching joe mm. so you know I mean, the, the fact that they had a stack of papers with everything he said and that there's no <laughs> way like the the print had to be so tiny for it to fit into that stack of papers they had right <laughs> it was like sign this yeah uh, but, I mean, it's like, give them the benefit of the doubt because you technically didn't see all the pages. There could be the tiniest print possible. Mm. But it's like, you, he's lived how long? How, how many years? <laughs> like, I would mm. have more pages than that. And he's lived, like, a lot more than I have, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, so 9 out of 10, not too shabby. I'm waiting, mm-hmm. for, I'm waiting for the first flub, the one where it's like, oh, this wasn't... This wasn't very, good. This was, well, let's see what we got. What do we got coming up? We've got uh, you get Marvel What If, which is going to be an animated series. Oh yeah, that starts like really soon, right? It starts really soon. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what else there is on Hawkeye? the TV slate. Oh, the Hawkeye show. At some yeah. point. Yeah. I think that's late. I think that's later in the. I think that might be like October, November. Mm. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, if there's any show I want a season two for, it's, it's this one. So I'm glad oh, for sure, that. yeah. One uh, division, fine, leaving it as is, uh, if we need to. I'm fine. Yep. And uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I oh. guess we'll get uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, right? Yeah, but, I mean, I'd be, I'd, I'd be okay with that. And and sort of like I said, I, I would like if they do a season two of that, I would like it to end with, with the conclusion of of. Captain America and the White Wolf. I think that would just be a nice little, neat little bow. Yeah, well, I'm surprised he's, I mean, he's already transitioned away from the Winter Soldier. So in retrospect, but I was like, well, shouldn't it still be named the Winter Soldier <clears> if, <throat> if they changed his name? 
I guess, but we if too. but in that case we'll 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 focus the season a little bit more on him because it was Captain it was America a, and Bucky. It was a lot more about it was a lot more about it's a lot more about Sam's journey this time around. So, but he said he season. said I'm no longer the Winter Soldier. This yeah. is part of my way, way to make amends, you know. Yeah. So it could just have been Cap and Bucky. Is the Cap name. and Bucky, <laughs> <laughs> season two. <laughs> All right. But yeah, there's so much like. There's just so much here that I feel like mm. there's still so much more mm. to explore. So, I agree, and I love I love time hopping and yeah. alternate, you know, multiverse war, multiversal war, great stuff. Yeah, wild, wild stuff. All right, what video would you recommend our viewers go watch after this? Um, I think people should go watch uh, our review of. You should go check out High Score. Uh, because that has a timeline, you know, we follow from like early origins of, of gaming. We follow all the way kind of up so, a little bit okay. so to the modern timeline era. involved. There's a timeline involved. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you yeah, go check it out. Good thing you said that. Cause if you had said like a different review, you would have been a variant at that point. It would have been, <laughs> I was almost thinking Sonic in the secret rings because he's hopping, he's hopping into different eras and, in the 101 Arabian Nights, he's just going around all over the place. It's like, not all of that's in the ancient world. There's some of that that's that looks mm-hmm. pretty modern. All of our pruned versions of ourselves are like, just people, like <laughs> versions that's the different review <laughs> suggestions at the end. But mm. I suggested Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile <laughs> at the end of the book your review. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's variants of us all coming up with different different ideas there. Think about that. Think about that. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Well, thank you for watching. Thanks for uh, subscribing and hitting the notification bell and liking and commenting, following uh, following us on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook. Tarkron, D-W-O. What's going on? (laughs) What's happening over there? (laughs) All right.